Come on, somebody lift up your voice and declare he's king of kings and he's lord of lords. Ah, yeah. Come on, somebody open up your mouth and glorify the name of the Lord in this house today. I just need somebody that has a need in your life to throw your hands in the air and declare he's able. I want you to begin to declare you're able, Jesus. Come on, somebody open your mouth and speak it into the atmosphere. God, you're able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that I can ask or I can think according to your power and your riches in glory. Come on, if you believe that this morning, somebody give him a shout of praise. Come on, if you believe that, give him a shout of praise. have somebody on their way to your seat tell him he's able <gasps> he's able he's able he's able he's able my doctor couldn't figure it out but God's able my attorney didn't have the answers but God is able oh I just need a witness my accountant is confused but God is able Anybody thank God for the house of the Lord this morning? Clap your hands one more time and give God a great praise today. Amen. You may be seated. I want to again say what a privilege and an honor it is today to have all of our guests that are here in the house of the Lord with us. Would you one more time, Rock Church, help me put your hands together. Come on, we can do a little bit better than that. Help me make some Holy Ghost crazy noise. For all of our guests that are in the house of the Lord with us today, we are so honored that you decided to join us in worship this morning. And if you're here for the very first time today, you should have received a VIP invitation card that looks something like what's on the screen behind me. If you're here for the first time and you did not receive one, if you would just lift your hands, one of our ministry technicians will get one right to you. And make sure, I see a hand over here, make sure that you've got one. But this is an invitation right after the service. We have a, a special thing prepared just for you. We've got some light refreshments and a small gift that we want to give you just to say thank you for being in the house of the Lord with us today. And uh, so right after the service, if you'll meet us out on the red carpet in the lobby, somebody will bring you right into that VIP room. We have a little saying here that you are only a guest for the first five minutes that you come through the door. After that, you're just at home with us. Amen? Amen, church. Would you help me just turn around to two or three people that are sitting next to you and tell them welcome home this morning? Come on, help me welcome them. Reach across the aisle. Reach behind you. Some of them are in front. Don't leave anybody untouched. Come on, somebody help me. Reach around to somebody and tell them welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. Amen. So good to have you in the house of the Lord with us. To all of those who are streaming online with us, 
from around the world. Would you help me give them a great big applause? Welcome them this morning. Amen. I, I, every once in a while, I'll go back and look at some of the um, comments and some of the analytics. And how many of you understand that we are literally reaching the entire world from right here? Every service, we have people uh, online from Vietnam and the Philippines and Switzerland and Brazil and just all over the world tuning in to get a taste of what God is doing right here. I don't know about you, but I'm blessed to be in the house today. Amen. I didn't have to tune in. I didn't have to log on a screen, but God allowed me to be in the house of the Lord today. Anybody thankful for that? Amen. And uh, so wonderful this morning to have brother and sister Hoffer in the house of the Lord with us. All the way from Santee, Lakeside, California. Would you help me give them a great big applause and a great big welcome? If they didn't feel it before, they certainly do now that this is home away from home. <laughs> Amen. And we're so glad they're here with us today. Love and appreciate them so very, very much. And uh, I'm telling you, God is doing some amazing amazing things. We had a couple more people this past week baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. Anybody grateful for revival in this house? Amen. And uh, so many tremendous things happening. We are standing in anticipation of what God is doing. Turn to your neighbor and tell them next Sunday, next Sunday, next Sunday, I've got a very, very special surprise for you and uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is or it wouldn't be a surprise but you do not want to miss church next Sunday it's going to be awesome and you want to get everybody you can here it's going to be off tell your neighbors going to be off the chizam that's probably so 2000 I don't even know what year I'm stuck in but it's going to be incredible you don't want to miss it we're going to have a great time in the Lord but we are excited this Sunday to have someone who is no stranger to this house. Would you help me put your hands together and welcome evangelist John Willis back home this morning. Come on, make him feel welcome today. <laughs> Amen. As we stand all over the house in preparation to receive the word of the Lord today, this, uh, this man has been a tremendous blessing to this house and um, has preached here probably more than any other evangelist uh, that I know of in this house. And um, we love and appreciate him and his family. And we want him to come this morning and we want him to follow the Holy Ghost. Amen. How many of you are ready to jump in the chariot with the man of God today? Are you ready to preach with the preacher? Come on, if you are, would you put your hands together one more time and give God a praise for Brother Willis as he comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us today. Come on, let's do it unto the Lord. Come on, high and lift it up. Come on, let's fill this house with God's presence, God's glory. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
Turn to your neighbor, smile real big. Say, aren't you glad that you came to an apostolic church? Praise God, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I made up my mind that I have to give the devil a bad day every day. Because when he's mad, I'm glad. And I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. How many are glad to be in the house of the Lord? How many of you made up your mind, I'm going to live for Jesus no matter what? Praise God. While you're standing, if you could turn to Exodus chapter 14. We're going to start reading out of verse number 1, 1 through 4. Jump ahead to verse 10 through 16. Amen. I'm so thankful the Hoffers came all this way to hear me preach. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Amen. My good young buddy over there got married, and I was privileged to be able to go to the wedding. Amen. Praise God. I don't always get to do that, so but I was honored to be a part of their wedding. Congratulations. And all those others that are getting married around here. I leaned over to Brother Hoffer this morning. I said, you know what? I said, I have been coming here when these kids are now adults that are now getting married. So I must be looking younger and y'all just getting older. Amen. But praise God. How many? So praise God. How many love your pastor? And his wife. Uh-oh. She got a little higher clap. And their kids. This is why you're having revival, because you love the man of God and you want him to lead you to a place of revival. Amen. Praise God. But it's an honor and privilege always to be back. Home away from home is here for us. And uh, my wife sends her regards. The boys are chasing it out there and making it happen. And uh, they wish they could be here as well. And uh, But we're glad to be here and back home away from home. How many feel like operating the Holy Ghost today? Amen. Verse number one of Exodus chapter 14. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before Pirahiroth, between Migdal and the sea, over against Belzavon, before it shall ye encamp by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land, and the wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his host that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. Verse number 10. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes. And behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there was no graves in Egypt. You mean we hadn't already, there's people that died in Egypt. I mean, why did we come out here to die is what they're saying. Says thou takest us way to die in the wilderness, wherefore thou hast thou 
dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Have you brought us this far to die? It is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptian than that we should die in the wilderness. God delivered them. And now they're communicating because they came to a place that was the place, I believe, of decision. Either we're all in or we're not. Y'all need to hear me today. And said, so Moses said unto the people, fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. And the Lord shall fight for you, and he shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore Christ thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they may go forward. Now thou lift up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea and divide it and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. If you allow me for a few minutes this morning I'm going to preach on this subject positioned for the supernatural. Positioned for the supernatural. God didn't bring the church this far so we could go backwards and go die in a land that we're not supposed to be a part of. But God has positioned us to be in a place where we're gonna see the supernatural and we're gonna see the miraculous and we're gonna see the mighty hand of God begin to move. If you believe that, why don't you lift your voices up in the heavens right now? Come on, lift your voices up in the heavens right now. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this church. Thank you for these people here today. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, let your hand be upon everybody here right now. Praise God. Turn around to somebody. Give them a high five. Say, aren't you glad you're in an apostolic church again? Then turn around to the other person you didn't want to give a high five to and say, hey, aren't you glad you're positioned for the miraculous? Praise God. You may be seated. The Amplified Bible says in the verse 15, it says, The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? And the people of Israel to go forward. He said, Tell them to go forward. We are living in a world of uncertainty. Yes, we are. We're living in a world where we can't figure out what's going on. Everything's twisted up. Everything's confused. But I'm telling you here today that if you are living for God, you don't need to be confused. You don't need to worry. You just need to know that God is still on top of everything. The devil would want you to believe that there is no way out of this. And I'm here today to tell you that's a lie from the pits of hell. 
Some of y'all need to tell hell, go back where you came from because where we're going is to a place of promise. To be positioned means to be located or placed or situated. It means to be put in a peculiar place. God had done something with the children of Israel that they didn't know what to do. The children of Israel sitting here looking at the Red Sea. They got mountains on either side of them and they've got the enemy on their backside chasing them down. And we find here that God was delivering Israel to a place, a position at the Red Sea because he was going to show them that when God is done, I will let the world know who God is. We get mixed up when we start thinking it's about us. We get mixed up when we think it's all about us and what happens to us. No, it's about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That without God, we would not be here. The world needs to know if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here. Oh, somebody needs to step out and dance a little bit and tell the devil, thank God I still believe in God. So the supernatural was about ready to unfold. And the enemy is thinking and saying that they are entangled in the land and the wilderness has shut them in. The enemy thinks he's got us right where we are and we are entangled in all this mess. He thinks he's got you shut in and there's no way out, but I'm here to preach to the lie of the devils. You are not shutting us in because we have the rod of authority that when we stretch this rod over, this Red Sea was the only thing stopping them from going forward. Are you following me? Because I'm here today to tell you, if you think going backwards is going to be better than going forward, you're already in a worse shape than you thought. But I'm here right now to tell you, we still serve a God that makes the impossible possible. We still serve a God. If you got a little bit of faith, a little mustard seed of faith, the Red Sea is nothing compared to what God can do. I wish somebody clap your hands right now. Just say, I know my God is able. You need to say it out of your lips. Jesus is able. Jesus is able. 
Come on, at the mention of his name, devils have to flee. At the mention of his name, you'll get healed. At the mention of his name, the supernatural will unfold. Somebody needs to walk around saying, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Why? Because we're not going backwards. We are going forward. We've got a word from the Lord. We will go forward. Go ahead, clap your hands a little bit right now. All right, clap your hands a little bit right now. Why? We need to make some noise. The church was conceived in noise, and the church is going to go out with noise. The church will never be a dead church. The church will never be a calm church. The church has got to stay alive. We got to keep dancing. We got to keep shouting. We got to keep making noise. And God said, I will be honored upon Pharaoh. Y'all got to see something I'm telling right now. How many wish right now that the leadership of our government would be honored to know that God is still alive? Y'all need to hear me right now. I'm going somewhere. I, I ain't getting the political woman. I'm, I'm not trying to tell you. But it's imperative that you understand uh, the world uh, at one time uh, that every knee shall bow. Uh, but at that moment, it'll be too late. Uh, but it's time that the world know uh, our God uh, shall be honored uh, upon the pharaohs uh, and the kings. Uh, so he said... Uh, he said, I will be honored upon Pharaoh, upon all his host, and the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. That's why you feel a little molly grubby today. Get up. Shake it off. Why? You're going to let them know I still know God. That's why those little voices in your ears say, shh. Quiet, sit down, relax, be calm. Don't you know what's going on? You're getting too excited. Don't you know things aren't going our way? You might as well sit down and relax and ride this thing out. No, God didn't bring us to the Red Sea. God didn't bring us to this position. So we'd sit here. He brought us here to bring a supernatural, a supernatural move of God. fight for you. Stand still. That doesn't mean you're just going to do nothing. What that is saying is be firm in who you are. Be firm in being apostolic, sis. Be firm in coming to church. Be firm in clapping your hands in church. Be firm and still. Stand. Keep shouting. Keep worshiping. Keep oh, Don't you back up. Let the enemy know I'm not going nowhere. The God placing us for the supernatural or the greatest miracle the world has ever known. 
these signs shall follow them that believe. Meaning, I believe, listen to me, we've had a lot of fakes and we had a lot of want-tos, miracles and supernatural things that have come through the time. But I'm telling you in the end, you stay true to being faithful and keep believing in your God. You're going to see miracles and wonders like you have ever seen. Why? Because we're not backing up. We keep believing in our God. you got to understand something. God never intended us to be friends with Pharaoh. The Bible says Pharaoh hardened his own heart, and then times God hardened his heart. You'll never be friends with the world and be friends with God. Jesus said, I didn't come to send peace on earth. I come to bring a sword. I come to bring a division between you and the world. Oh, I wish somebody believed this doctrine right now. you got to let the devil know, I don't care what it costs me. I don't care if I come out here to die. I made up my mind. I must go forward. Come on you need to look at your neighbor and say, you got to go forward. You need to look at your neighbor and say, you got to go forward. And then look at the one behind you and say, we ain't going backwards. It's time for us at the Rock Church. Listen, I've been preaching here long enough. And I love y'all like you're my own family. That's why I get so many hugs. I hug everybody. Because he has positioned you for the miraculous. I was listening to your pastor say from Switzerland to Korea, oh, all the way across the world, people from here, this pilot place is sending out. What are we doing? We're standing still. We're staying focused. We're staying on point. We're not backing up. I don't care what the devil tries to tell me. We're not entangled in the wilderness. We're not tied up, locked up, shut up. We're open, ready for revival. Uh, you may have given up on here today. But you got to understand, God is already in your tomorrow. No mess, no ministry. God does his greatest miracles in the midst of our mess. See, we get this, we get this picture of revival, and it's going to be all just pretty. It's all the right colors. Everything's there. Are you kidding me? It's going to be like taking a paint bucket. Splash it against the wall and let God begin to do the work that needs to be. Come on, some of you were that mess. But when you came to this church, you know what God did for you and you and you and you and you. I was that splub, a mess on a wall. But somehow I'm being used in ministry, Brother John. Somehow I'm in the choir. Somehow I'm in. I wish somebody would get excited and let the devil know I'm in the perfect position for the supernatural. (laughs) 
trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding knowledge of him and he will direct your paths. Which for some of us, direction is all about having to get up and run to the bathroom. But for some of us, we got to understand something. We, we, I believe the church has been too quiet for too long. We're not operating at the level God wants us to be. And I'm telling you right now that God is positioning your pastor. And I've been friends with him a long time. And, and I remember being him when we were having revival and we were positioned just right to hear the voice of God. And you're worshiping in a building that God positioned him for the miraculous because there was no way he could ever go anywhere else. But somehow God made a way for the supernatural. And I'm telling you, God is still the same today as yesterday. He ain't changed one bit. So your mess, he's still able to fix your mess. Desperation is the setup for revelation. If you get desperate right now, you're about ready to get a revelation like you've ever seen. I hope I'm all right here, Pastor, but I'm telling you right now, I'm down church. We got to stay desperate for God. Forget about you. Forget about your circumstance. Get desperate. I'm hungry for a move of God. I'm hungry for God to visit upon a pharaohs and visit upon. Go ahead. Let the voice be heard over here. That's why you got to believe all things work together for the good to them that are called according to his purpose and his plan. That's why you got to make up in your mind God is putting you right now between the mountain and the enemies on your back and you don't know what to do. He puts you in a place where you can do nothing but believe and trust in God. See, we think the supernatural comes when things are easy. We think the supernatural comes when we've got it all worked out. We've got all the T's crossed, the I's dotted right, and we've got the comma in the right spot and the semicolon in the right spot. And God said, no, that's not how I operate because when I get you in a position I get you in, you're not in control anymore. you'll find here that God begins to work on them in their first effort out of deliverance from Egypt. I'm bringing you to a place, a position so I can affect the world. And when you get through this, the enemy will no longer be there. You didn't hear me. 
Some of y'all be running the house if you really believe that right now. Some of y'all think we get through this supernatural moment uh, that we're going to have to face this enemy all over again. I'm here today to tell you that's a lie from the pits of hell. When God steps up uh, and steps on this scene uh, and you're between the mountains uh, and the enemy's on your back, uh, you press your way forward uh, and you will no longer deal uh, with what's been chasing you. Their voices right now. Holy Ghost is here. Come on, we need to stop and see the salvation of the Savior. Moses had a destination, but he also had a distraction. That distraction was about ready to disrupt your destination, Rock Church. I'm here today. Get your mind off of the distractions. Stop worrying about your yesterday. And Listen, you, you, you got to figure out how God's working here. You got to understand, you didn't take Abraham and Isaac. When God challenged Abraham, Abraham once failed in promise because he jumped the gun, him and his wife, thinking they could produce promise themselves through Ishmael. But here we go. Now Isaac is born, the promise is in his hands. His beloved son is there. And the Bible says that God came to test Abraham and said, Abraham, take thy son, and I want you to take him up to this mountain, and I want you to sacrifice this son. So Abraham gathered some servants together with Isaac, grabbed some wood and necessary items, and they went to the mountain. Isaac's question to dad Dad, I see the wood, I see all the ingredients, but where is the sacrifice? And of course, Abraham responds, God shall provide for himself a sacrifice. God again, here we go. He turned it to be about God, then about you. God is teaching you, Rock Church. It ain't ever going to be about the Rock Church. It'll always be about God. Come on. It's time to let the devil know I still serve the only one true living God. And his name is Jesus. Test Abraham to the point up in the mountain. He binds his own son. And notice it was at the point of death. Then God stepped in. You think about Daniel. 
in the lion's den. Daniel praying three times a day, morning, noon, and evening, three times a day. Opened up the window, kept praying. They put up a scheme to come after him and try to destroy him. So the king found out because of this law that they came up with that he would be killed because he wasn't obeying everything because he was praying to his God. And so we find here, here we go again, Daniel, the supernatural did not happen in his room with the window open. The supernatural happened when he stepped into the actual lion's den and his toes were probably feeling the bones of others. You know, the lions, that human tasted good. That one tasted good. Ooh, didn't care for that part of them. That's pretty nasty. And so I believe that when Daniel walked in, he was stepping on other bones. Walking upon death. See, we, we want the miracle to happen while we're in a room of safety. We want the supernatural to happen while we're up there and nobody sees me praying. Nobody sees what I'm doing but a few people that try to get me in trouble. And so, but God said, oh, a lion's mouth. So I about killed me a cat this morning. Old trooper became trooper dead with a ten and a half size foot. I never had to fight with a cat to get dressed for church. That's a first for me. You know, there is a reason why all dogs go to heaven and cats. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mom and Dad are about to come home to some bones of kitties laying. One moment he wanted me to be nice, and all of a sudden, Wah! I believe when Daniel was walking down there in that lion's den, and them cats, I'm telling, I believe they wanted them. Because they had been eating human flesh already. That's what it was there for. So this is, this is what's going on. Ready? But others have died here. Have you brought me out here to die? And Daniel is walking on old bones. I got a Y bone stuck to his pinky toe next day. Had to get to a place where he was no more in control than any other. See, we look at death sometimes as the end result. But if you're an apostolic and you believe death is just the beginning for us. That's why when you get baptized in the name of Jesus, it's just the beginning. That's why when you repent and you are buried in the name of Jesus, 
buried in death. That's why right now, you don't need to walk around your lion's den thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to die here. No, you get buried with him in death. It's just the beginning of great revival. I wish somebody clap your hands right now. I wish somebody wake up Sunday morning and let the devil know you worked on me for too long the last few days. I'm coming out. Why? Because I'm walking through death and through death I will live. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego again. But their response was different than Daniel's. You never find Daniel, all he did was pray and get thrown there. But they told those three Hebrew children, listen, there were other children that didn't do what they did. So don't be shocked to find friends of families that aren't doing what you're doing right now. Stop worrying about what they're doing. The Bible says work out your own salvation with fear. Holy Ghost is moving among us right now. That's why these three Hebrew bros, they said, whoa. People have been dying in there. That furnace was built for that occasion. You know what? In their mind, they were already convinced among themselves that they did not care because they responded to them. Well, you got to eat the king's meat. you got to think all this stuff. He said, well, I know God can deliver me, but if he don't, that's what he, I'm just paraphrasing, he said, and, and they said, well, if he doesn't, don't matter to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of y'all are on this point, well, I'm glad what he does, but don't know what to do if he don't. That's why fear is still at your doorstep, because you're more worried about you than you're worried about the God of glory stepping upon the storm. I'm telling you, you're going to get the greatest revelation. Oh, that when you're willing to whether you live or die does not matter. All that matters is I will not partake of the king's meat, and I must get it. Come on up here, brother. I don't think they quite grasp what I'm trying to say. Come on, brother John. Come on, brother Matt. You stay right there. I'm afraid I'll mess you all up today. They, they, they gave me money to mess with you today. I just want to tell you. They said, will you please get Kendrick for me? Your day's coming. So these three Hebrew children, yeah. they looked at that old king and said, what? Have they been reading the Bible at all? <laughs> I hear all about all these Bible studies. Are they out playing basketball while everything else? One more chance. All right. So what did they say to the king? Okay, what you do to us? We're not careful to answer in this matter. We need a leader in the group. How you doing? You get the right word of God in your spirit, you'll know how to answer when fear comes to your door. 
I wish somebody around the rock church would be the rock church. No, you can't stop. You need to stand still. Be who you are despite everything else. What did they say to the king? We're not careful to answer you in this matter. Good Lord, we got another leader. All right, all right. Sometimes when someone throws a pitch, and that was a slow pitch, and still your youth pastor just did that. We're going to throw another pitch. So how did they answer the king? We're not careful to answer you in this matter. Whether we live or whether we perish. What I'm trying to tell you, you live by the word of God. You won't have to worry about the end result. Supernatural, supernatural. Are you positioned for the supernatural? So here we go. The government powers. Aha! I got you. You're entangled. And now you're going to get shut in. Hit that flame seven times hotter. It got so hot, people trying to make it hot got burnt up. Stop worrying about those naysayers. It's going to get so hot, they ain't going to be able to handle it when it's all said and done. Stop worrying about those negative voices that are out there still ringling in the air. Well, guess what? We still baptized so many this year. We were five short from last year. I'm here today to tell you, devil, shut up. We'll, we're do or die. We will go forward. Look at everybody. Now, what do you think they looked at all those other ones that were probably behind them going to be asked the same question? You're going to eat the king's meat. How do you think they looked when they went into the fire? They were shocked. I'll tell you what they did. Watch. To make a statement that whether we perish or die does not matter. Seven times hotter. You better go backwards. You might get burned. You see all those people dying that tried to turn up the flames? See what happened to them? Change their mind for nobody. They said that whether we die, or it ain't going to matter. And then uh, when they went in, uh, all of a sudden the government to be uh, looked uh, and say, wait a minute. I thought we only threw three in. He said, no, there's a likeness. Of, oh, you need to hear me right now. There's the likeness of the Son of Man going to step up on end time revival. 
I wish somebody right now would just speak up in your mind. We're going forward. We're not backing up. We're going to operate where God wants us to operate. So, what do you think these three Hebrew children did? They're like, okay, you're Jim Bob, you're Frankie Moe, and you're Ho-Ho. Who are you? So, when you saw him, okay, that's my Hebrew brother. Whoop, that's my Hebrew brother. Y'all turn back and what? Who are you? I'll tell you why. It was already too late. They were ready to meet Jesus. They were all ready to meet their maker. Y'all need to hear me. They were all ready to be ready to meet the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And guess what? He showed up. There wasn't one singe on the garment. They didn't smell like the smoke. I'm here to tell you, Rock Church. It's time to start living. We're part of something that's bigger. And God is going to fall. I'm telling you right now, Holy Ghost so strong in this place right now. That's why when you come in this house, and trust me, there's people think you're nuts for going to church. I'm the nutty clam. How you doing? I'm part of the nutty fruities, I guess. But guess what? I got a day coming where I've already been bowing my knee way before you ever stepped up on the scene. That's why when you come on a Sunday morning, you want Jesus to show up. You got to make up in your mind, I'm positioned this Sunday morning for there to be the miracles and the supernatural right now. think you just went up. Thank you. You can sit down. You sit down. You sit down. That's what I'm talking about. You think that's what they did? That's good preaching. See, that's what angels are. What do you think when he finally shows up? Do you think they went, hey, dude, what's going on? You know what I think we saw? I said, listen, when they were in that little furnace deal, I don't, I'll be what really got their attention. It wasn't just because the fourth man showed up. It's because of what they were doing while in the furnace. Because probably most everybody else would go in there, ah, they go, and then they die. These people didn't go, ah, and die. I believe they were going, whoa. This is what we've been waiting for our whole life. I wish somebody get out of your seat right now on a Sunday morning and let the devil know this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. (laughs) 
Well, we got about a third of you that believe this right now. You know what you ought to have on your faith? is dead being alone without works. So if you've got some works right now, you need to step out and say, God, I can't wait. There's coming a day where you're going to visit us and we're going to visit upon perils. How many are upset with our world right now? You want to change their mind? And you got to do what they did. Y'all missing the whole supernatural. You want to change King Nebuchadnezzar's mind? Be apostolic. Be a tongue talker. Be an owl running. Shouting for Jesus, man of God. You need to make up in your mind. I will be who I am. You want to change your mind. Come on, God's waiting on you. Come on, somebody with faith this morning. Come on. Come on, God's waiting on you. He's waiting on you. to get to a place where the preacher's got to get you to shut up. We need to get to a place where I got to make you sit down. But Steve, you're out of town right now. We got to get to a place where people don't know what we're doing, what we're doing. We're just excited to be in the fiery furnace because when I'm tried and true, I'll be able to do. I'll be in the likeness of him to come. So, it's Sunday morning. And we're not, because we got lunch, right? Can y'all go to restaurants here? We can't. It's still outside. If they do outside, it's carry out only. I'm glad to be in Florida. Home away from home. But you know what that means? I got all afternoon to eat if I want. That's right. I can go more than one restaurant. I can go to multiple restaurants. But while I'm here, I think we ought to let the devil know I didn't come this far to back up. I come this far because I'm moving forward. Come on. You've got to put your spiritual want to into it. You've got to put your spiritual desperation into it. y'all young marriage thought y'all got away from Brother Wilson. All the young marriage, come on right here. Young marriage, come on, that's you too. Kendra, you keep playing. Maybe. Come on, right here. Uh, that's you too, girl. Y'all all getting married on me. Bat, where's yours? Where's she at? Where's she hiding? She's in Sunday school. Ugh. All right, you know what y'all going to do? Anybody young married around here? Anybody else married? Oh, yeah, Lord. Well, come on up here, Pastor. How dare you get married during a COVID mess? My God, didn't they cancel funerals and marriages? And Are you kidding me? You got married and now you're in liberty? Oh. Marriage is real liberty. It's not bondage. I'm saying my wife finds a good thing. And I need all the good things I can find in my life. 
That's called Brenda Willis. B.R. Willis, Brenda Renee Willis. She's all the good I need. And she was here right now, I'd be right next to your pastor. But you know what your young couples need to do right now? You need to show the devil, this is what we do when we get in the fiery furnace. Why? We're going to have Jesus in the middle of our marriage. God's going to be in the middle. Why? We're going to fall upon Pharaohs. We're going to let them know we're not entangled in the land. Some of y'all elderly married, get on up here. And all y'all that want to get married, get on up here. You can't let Shadrach get all the blessings over here. We need a Bendigo and Meshach to show up. It's going to take all three of y'all, marrieds, young and old, and non-marrieds. That covers about everybody. I'm telling you right now, you know what we need to do on this Sunday morning? We need to have a fiery move of revelation to come amongst us right now. We need to have a fiery move of revelation. You can't stop the spirit of God in the true church. The spirit of God, that's what leads the church. That's what guides the church. Is anybody coming to sing tonight? Because you know if you don't want to hear me sing, it'd be over. We'd go eat early. What we need to do right here in about three seconds, I want you to have a party in the furnace. That's why the devil tried to take you out, bro, because he knew what you were capable of. But guess what? I'm still here. Ah! Until does somebody want to have a real Holy Ghost party? It's time to get in this furnace and let the flames of Holy Ghost get a hold of us right now. Come on, come on.